0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Monday Musings with R.C., where I tell you what's been on my mind and have guests come on the show and tell me about the wonderful things that they've been doing to help our communities. So this evening, we have a wonderful guest. She is a friend of mine, Cabril Briotti. How are you, Cabrille? I'm doing fine, R.C. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. I'm doing even better now
1: that you're joining me here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so so much for the invite i'm like so excited about
0: this of course of course we're gonna have some girl talk today
1: yes all right
0: so uh, just to let the audience know if this is your first time tuning in to monday musings with rc i am rc riley i'm a writer um i'm a performer and i'm a storyteller um and so i just like to use my platform to be able to bring voices to folks in our community who are doing great work and to talk about the issues that are really going on in our underserved and often marginalized communities. Today, we're going to talk about, um, as we continue on this series I've been doing called Killing It at Your Dreams. So we have people that are right here in the Chicagoland area that are doing big things. And I just want to introduce the world to these people that I know. So today we have the dynamic blogger, entertainment interviewer, and radio personality, Cabril Briotti. Cabril Cabril began her entertainment journey by teaching fashion design and sewing classes. From there, she started designing costumes for various independent films and plays and video sets, including a run at the ETA Theater in Chicago, the film Before I Do, and her garments overall have been featured featured in fashion shows at the African Fest in Chicago, Red Door 21, and the Latin Fashion Week. And now it seems as though those were the days of the past because today you can find Cabril all over social media um, from her live stream on red carpet events doing these celebrity interviews. She has interviewed celebrities such as Tom Joyner, Common, Anthony Hopkins, Essence Atkins and Mark Wahlberg, to name a few. Welcome, welcome, welcome again. So, I am going to jump right in because I'm so excited to find out how you went from like being my homegirl from the neighborhood to being doing these red carpet <laughs> interviews. I was like, oh my gosh, she was helping youth um, get to college campus tours and things of that nature. And then the next thing I know, you're literally interviewing these famous people, and I didn't even know that was your interest. I mean, I'm reading your bio. I hear about you sewing and that sort of thing. Um, but like, was this always a passion of yours to be in the entertainment industry like this?
1: Um, it really happened out of happenstance, and you know, just things falling in the line accordingly. So when I was younger, I would always get the check marks in class of you know, I talk too much. I'm very engaging and you know, just learning to talk to people, learning to listen to people's stories, and it's an honor regardless of who I talk to. You know, whether they're celebrity, uh, local activists, mom, pop, just anyone that I speak with, and they're willing to share their story. You know, that's mm-hmm. an honor. That's a blessing for someone to um, open up that part of themselves to you and allow you into that space. That's right. something I don't take for granted. And I love talking mm-hmm. to people because you never know how that story
0: resonates with you mm-hmm, for sure okay so now people can like to talk to folks but how do you get to a red carpet like what's the first step well what was your first step and i know you said things just align but tell me what aligned line <laughs> you start interviewing tom Joyner and you know x y and z
1: you hugging up on Common like um. <laughs> Common, Common is good people and he smells like a thousand wonderful dreams and just just the <laughs> essence of glory just Chicago. <laughs> oh, just, he was absolutely him and his team is absolutely phenomenal and I've interviewed mm-hmm. him two and three times and just you feel the you feel the genuineness behind it. So nice. there's nothing you know phony or Hollywood about. That just, him being who he is. Uh, how did I get started with the red carpet interviews? Uh, like I said, just a lot of talking. And the key to anything that you do is network and follow-up. Okay. So a lot of people that I've met over the years, forming those relationships, following up with them, volunteering services, uh, just finding my own niche and things, and then just constantly doing something to, whereas whether you reach that one or 1,000, You never know who's watching you to make that difference. Right. And that's how I started on getting a lot of red carpet interviews. I started blogging um, with the Six Brown Chicks. So shout out to CEO Zandra Hughes. And I'm still an official chick, you know. Shout out Six Brown Chicks. Right. Contributions and everything to her blog and website and with Chicago now. Also uh, doing special assignments through Rolling Out. So Shout out to Eddie and that's the, their editorial staff here in Chicago for certain particular uh, assignments that I do there. But just when I say fostering those relationships and putting myself out there, you know, um, every week putting something out, you know, reaching out to someone, there is no interview that's too big or too small. Because I would interview my neighbor downstairs about what's going on to let's say the biggest celebrity as like you were saying Mark Wahlberg, and that mm-hmm. is an interesting story in itself on how all of that happened. Okay. So okay. it's just it's just when you're um putting your gift out there, cultivating your gift, cultivating constant your gift. being constant, being consistent, right. regardless. Like I said, whether it's one or a thousand, you never know who's watching.
0: I like that. I like that whole whether it's one or 1,000, because a lot of times people feel like it's not worthy of other people knowing about it if only one person responds or only one person sees it. And so I think a lot of times, especially when people are getting started out on um, pursuing their dreams, um, they feel like, well, you know what? I did an interview with somebody that a lot of people don't know and I put it on Facebook and I only got one like. So I probably shouldn't do another interview with somebody that's not well known. But what you're saying is that you should keep doing those. Even if you get one like. Even if it's somebody that a hundred people
1: won't know, you just keep at it. Yes. And then here's the key about it. Regardless of who it is because every single person you run into your life, has a story. Celebrities like, are cool. Yeah. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. Has a story. They, they really are cool. You know, that's good to have the big time, to get the streams, the likes, this, that, and the other. But you have so many stories that goes on within your neighborhood exactly. that aren't advertised. Just like uh with you and I, growing up at the woods finest, which right. we are. Yes. Maywood. So, uh, may that's right. Belwood Maywood, the woods finest. <laughs> And just the people that we grew up with, those that we were around, you know, the stories that we could tell within our own circles, within our own neighborhoods. Right. And look at where we're at now. Exactly. Between, and this is just between me and you, and keeping up with each other over the years, and being supportive. Exactly of each other. That's something that people fail to realize. I read a um interview where uh, the creators are insecure. Um, come on, Lisa Wright
0: was saying Mm -hmm.
1: how people tend to reach up to do their projects. Like you want to reach out to the celebrity, you want to reach out to the most known or whatever. And she reached out in her own circle and grabbed her friends and say, hey, can you help me with this? Can you do that? And that's the same thing that I've done. I've reached out to those that I know, those Mm -hmm. that I've worked with. And that's how I built my bricks in order for my foundation to be stable. But in addition to building the bricks, I'm not doing something just for likes or just for streams and everything. Although no. it's, nice. Mm-hmm. Although it's mm-hmm. nice, don't get me wrong. It's nice for the recognition behind your work, but the fact that you're putting all into your work and you're being genuine about your work, right. it's so much further.
0: Yes, I love that. Thank you for saying that because, like you said, everybody has a story. Just because you know, it's, some, it's your neighbor versus somebody on TV doesn't mean that they don't have something valuable to say. Exactly. And as a storyteller myself, I can say that hearing everybody's different perspectives on how they walk on their path in this lifetime is so interesting and it's so encouraging and uplifting. And I think if we all took the time to pay attention to that one versus trying to reach the thousand, then we would really be able to appreciate each other a lot more. So I love the idea of you listening to people's, like everyday people's stories and, and you being consistent and following your path and doing things that come natural to you. I mean, you are a naturally, you are a butterfly. We all know that, okay? (laughs) Anywhere you go, you're going to speak to everybody there. And so when you said um, connecting with people and then following up, I was like, well, in a given day, she has to connect with like 100 people. So I mean, (laughs) mean, I've watched her go places, and I'm thinking you're going to the counter to order some food at McDonald's, and you're talking to 15 people. So if you followed up, all those people something is gonna happen
1: right and it's all it's in the power like I said of being genuine about it I follow up with people to be genuine in my follow-through to say hey how's everything going hey how's this and the other Do you have a project you know here let me offer my services for this I'm doing that in order like I said the bricks to my foundation weren't built by themselves I did not build this alone I've Mm -hmm. had very much genuine support but in that support i have supported right right that's the thing about it so for, it's a beautiful thing
0: so for those who are just now coming in um so i'm talking with Cabril chats or i'm sorry with Cabril briati from Cabril chats and so she has done so much but i think one of the most notable things is these red carpet interviews number one and then number two um the talk show cabrillo chats so let's talk a little bit about that. So again, I'm, I'm assuming this is one of those opportunities you're talking to somebody and they're like, hey, I got a little radio spot for you. <laughs> I am like, how did that go?
1: Oh my was that God. something that
0: you were seeking out or that somebody brought to you? No,
1: actually, um, there's a gentleman in the Chicagoland area who's a celebrity stylist. Uh, he has so many different hats. Uh, his show, The Sip, was is registered at the Library of Congress as the first LGBTQ. Did I do all the letters right? You you can add IA, but LGBTQ is fine. Okay. IA okay. type of show that was registered at the Library of Congress for recording. The SIP was initially for um, gay men, and they talked about their various life, not only their lifestyles, but various happenings in the Chicago land and. Uh, national level, and the show was a breakthrough and a phenomenon. He was one of the founders of the show, and at the time, they had the show at Urban Broadcast Media off of 43rd and King Drive. Okay. He and I became Facebook friends, and he would see the little things. Not, okay, let me not use the word little, because little, they're right, most right. He would see the things that I would do in regards to the blogging and the write-up that I did at that time, at the beginning, for uh, Six Brown Chicks in Chicago. Now, he uh, would Give me certain critiques, and that's another thing about it. When you have people at a particular level and they're watching what you do, for them to offer advice or tidbits and everything, you have to have thick skin because that might be a vast improvement on what you're doing. You right. know, so uh, you got to take that criticism with the game, with a grain of salt and apply it accordingly in order for your brand to be, you know, to become more effective. He and I got to talking one day and he was like, well, once you come down to Urban Broadcast Media, you know, they're always looking for fresh ideas for shows. And I'm like, okay, I did radio in college, shouts out to SIU, I'm a Saluki. Saluki. And if you have to ask what a Saluki is, baby, you ain't ready. <laughs> you ain't ready. Uh, you ain't ready. So I did um, a little radio in college, which was which was a great and fun experience that mm-hmm. taught me how to um, produce on soundboards, produce my own show. I'll okay. uh, just do uh production layout okay so when I went down there I went down there initially for like a half hour just to see the space just like oh, whatever That half hour turned into me being down there for almost three hours and creating a platform for the bro chats and that following week uh having my first show so it a was- week later a week later and it was wow. a pandemic experience so Whoa. it's something that I will always cherish uh, on that show I had a variety of different people mm-hmm. from Chicagoland I did a couple different national phone interviews with various people I, one of my favorite shows ever is the show with my mom I had her on for Mother's Day mm-hmm. and that hour of me talking to my mom really put another perspective on another layer of how dynamic this woman is because we talked about things that I didn't think my mom would agree with or her points of view you know just kind of blew me away but just having that conversation and being very vulnerable for people to see hey this is where I initially started started from right. you know, good herbal essences and an earth wind and fire concert and next thing you know ah! <laughs> 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 that's right that's right so that, um, that created our own memory in itself. And like I said, just having those conversations, right. being vulnerable at that moment and with my mom and then having that, the dynamics of that radio show put me on a whole nother platform. Right. So now I can use that to say, Hey, I've had produced and did my own radio show. And now we're mm-hmm. on to the taking advantage of social media, you know, right. just like we're doing right here. We're doing this. Um, hitting those audiences just right. taking the time not only to cultivate your gifts but taking advantage of everything that you have going on around you reaching out taking advantage of technology uh, not no no story is too little or too big for me to talk about because like mm-hmm. I said every every single person has yes.
0: right now how do you feel a lot of people say um, well, I won't do work for free as I'm trying to reach my goal because then people will always take advantage of me and expect me to do it for free. I've heard that from people. Um, so what do you think about that? Because personally, for me, I have volunteered um, a lot of my services on my path to, to my you know along my journey. And I don't see anything wrong with it, but I do think that you have to know um, where to draw the line. But now how do you feel about volunteering? So if somebody asks you to host a radio segment and you feel that at this point in your career, you're quote, "good enough," where they should be paying you, but they say they don't have the budget, are you what do you feel about that?
1: Well, it all depends on the discernment of your craft. You know, it depends on how do you feel about the project. How do you feel about certain things? Certain things I have volunteered my services, but I've had other incentives included with whatever contract. You know, I was able, I'm able to say, Hey, well, I was featured on blah, blah, blah. And let's say at that time I got a free meal, maybe a gas card and a Mariano's gift card. So I didn't have to worry about groceries for the next week. My Mm -hmm. tank was full and now I'm able to say, Hey, I was part of this big overall production, but you have to realize the discernment you know, in you picking projects because everything is not for everybody.
0: Right. Exactly. You, know,
1: you have to you have to realize what your lane is, what your highway is, and how do you want to grow and how do you want to go. You know, you can't get you can't give out to every cup, you can't drink, excuse me, from every cup that's handed to you. That's how you get sick and become poisoned. Ooh, so you have ooh, to figure oh, out right, you have to figure out, you know, what's good and what's bad and what's conducive to your brand. Because anything that you do You're a representative of your very own brand there. So working for free, I don't see anything wrong with it, but have discernment about it because let's just say hypotheticals, Uh, this big network who's spending multi-millions of dollars on this project, but you want me to come volunteer my services for free. No, you have a budget. Right. You know, and and stand firm in it. You know, you have a budget, this, that, and the other. If somebody bypass you, say, okay, well, we can't use you. You know, thank them for the services. Thank, you know, thank them for even considering you and move on. Don't speak bad about it. Don't have no ill will towards it. It just wasn't for you.
0: Right. And I think a lot of times people are afraid that they won't have another opportunity if they say no. So they're afraid to say no because they're like, oh my goodness, if I say no to this, then I might not have another chance. Um, but th- believe you me. If you believe in who you are and what you are called to do, there there will be so many more chances.
1: And for you, you to- create your own opportunities. No mm-hmm. stands for next opportunity. So somebody did okay. you know, okay, they just they just opened you up for the next opportunity. Right. Meantime in between time, you create your own dots between that and right. And
0: the one thing I would say, for instance, with like storytelling and writing. So um, I've been working on a couple of scripts and I'm trying to push the TV, but I also um, write Um, plays so one woman plays so I have three plays that I've done get paid well to perform those plays so while I may not perform those particular plays for free I do tell short stories for free so that's the other thing for people if you're out there you're getting started and you do more than one thing under uh, under one umbrella like Cabrillo like myself you can choose to say okay I'll do these for instance in my case short stories I don't have a problem ever doing short stories for free That's not an issue for me, but my full length plays, which take a lot of time, which take a year or longer to write and perfect and everything and and cost me a director editor and all of that. So I wouldn't do those for free. Um, But then, you know, so you pick and choose kind of what you're going to do for free. And I I like to personally have things in my repertoire that I know that I can volunteer and do. So if ever ever somebody is truly in need or desires me for some reason and honestly can't afford it, I won't be able to say, well, you know what? All I do is this one thing and I can't do that for free, but I can say, well, you know what? I do this, but I also do this on the side and I could do that for free. So I think right. that's another way for people to get in there and to still establish relationships,
1: but not feel like they're being taken advantage of or feel like they're undervalued in any way. Right. And don't and don't ever feel like that. Once you set whatever your price is, mm. or whatever you do, stand on it. Everybody's not gonna be able to afford you, whether you're a dollar, five dollars, five thousand dollars. Exactly. If somebody's always You're always going to have someone in the background saying, well, I could do this for cheap or I could find this. Okay. Wish them well and let them go along their journey. And you still do your dots until A connects to B, connects to C, and so on and so forth. But know the value of you. Now, if you feel like you need to do something for free in order to get the next three paychecks, do it. But if you feel like you need to do the next three paychecks and then do something for free, do it. You don't have to explain how you do your thing. Yes. Either somebody is going to want you, or they're not. You not and even if yourself. they don't, and they say no, and you say no thank you, like I said, it opens you up for the next opportunity. Yes. And okay. trust and believe with the technology that we have now, with social media, with so many different things going on, there is no such thing as a little opportunity. Right. To yeah. your yeah. foundation. Mm-hmm. Please always keep that in mind. And you can create your own niche. That That's what podcasting is for. That's what blogging is for. That's what the World Wide Web is for. That's what Facebook, Periscope, Instagram, uh, Zoom meetings like this. That's what this is for, To for you to create your own niche.
0: Right. And there is never going to be a time where nobody is interested in the content. There is somebody in this world yep. that will want to watch. I mean, people sit up and watch cats do nothing all day but sleep. There's a niche for everything. So exactly. if it come into your mind, I say try it. I tell people all the time, do not be afraid to try it. Once you put yourself out there, you will see what will come back. And of course, they're going to be naysayers, but you, you, again, you do have to have thick skin. Man, um, they
1: talked about Jesus.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> crucified him. And yes. <laughs> so, um, But yeah, I mean, because for me, I know I've, I've had a lot of people tell me things like, and especially early on, you can't write or nobody wants to hear your stories or nobody wants to hear about that. Because when I first started off, I was really writing about um, uh, the sexual assault that happened when I was in college. And that was kind of everything was centered around that. And so people would tell me that's too heavy nobody wants to hear that and so i started to feel bad and then after a while i was like well that's not true because there's a whole month dedicated to sexual assault awareness so then i could tell my story for a whole month and tell it over and over and over again to different communities and that's exactly what i did and then found out that it wasn't just for one month that you can talk about that in a whole bunch of circles um, that are dedicated to sexual assault awareness so whatever it is and then from there there's other things of course that you have that have occurred in your life that you want to talk about um but yeah there's there's so many people that may be out there watching this and feeling like well how do I get started that's one of the reasons that I'm bringing on people who I know personally who I've seen them like before they got big and started blowing up um, I knew them so when they get that in me on that stage I could be like yeah I got on my but we're gonna take out the word little, right? I Thank had her on my show, not little. That's right. Um, so yes, people, people can do whatever they can dream up in their head. This, If 2020 hasn't taught you anything, it should have taught us all by now that we have more skills than we ever imagined. Mm-hmm. And with time on our hands, any skill that we didn't have before, we can certainly acquire. It's just right. a Google
1: search away from learning how to do it. And it's being cultivated and it's the investment in self. Also with right. anything, become business smart. Yes. About brand. Yes. Be savvy. Yeah. Branding is important. About your brand. You know, be very vocal and stand on it. What your, what your brand represents, what you will and will not do, you know, under any circumstances, I have certain things that I just won't do. Certain right. people I won't talk to because I'm not interested in that type of story. Right. I've never been a gossipy mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. interviewer. Right. Right. I like things to be um, a natural conversation, right? You know, of things that's going on or whatever. And you know, that's if you want gossipy and things like that. You have the shave room, you have lovely tea, you have certain issues uh, with the breakfast club. And I listen and watch all of that because I constantly want to cultivate myself in the way of conversation, in the way mm-hmm. of talking to people, in the way of listening. I listen to 60 minute interviews, uh, mm-hmm. old Ed Bradley, Barbara Walters, Oprah, right. Phil Donahue, Jimmy Jones, yeah, even Jerry Springer, you know, looking at their styles or whatever, and how can I, uh, cultivate that for my own exactly. with chats mm-hmm. you know just the constant education and learning you right. know taking a couple public speaking classes and some writing mm-hmm. classes although right. I am collegiate educated in certain things there's no there's no way that I would know everything, everything. So the constant So thing of learning
0: right so now what is your next move you do oh, so
1: much my gosh so um, I am more so now doing more of the business savvy thing. So I have a couple licenses that I am acquired. I did acquire one last week. Nice. So shout out to that person send on that payment. You know, you just, right, just right. some drops in your soul. Nice, right. <laughs> like, oh, I lost that money. Okay, right, right. But like I said, it's a reinvestment into myself.
0: Exactly.
1: So come the month of August is when I will finally, <laughs> finally be back up to par with uh, a lot more Cabral chats, a lot more consistency. Like I said, just now, sometimes you have to step back, be quiet, and revamp yourself. So my stepping back and being quiet is making sure that I'm a lot more business savvy about mm-hmm. things that have been going on. Over the years, I have been successful with certain things, being you know, under, certain, under certain umbrellas, you know, just cultivating my brand that way. But now I want to make sure that everything intellectually belongs to me, and that takes. And sometimes that takes time. That takes a certain amount of money, and that takes you at times even stepping back and just rebranding. As with anything, remember when mm-hmm. Pepsi had Pepsi Crystal, then they mm-hmm. had this, then they had that. Right. The original right. can, you know, was the uh, red, white, and blue. Pepsi mm-hmm. symbol can now it's all blue you know they had to step back for a minute and rebrand themselves and that's mm-hmm. just as with anything exactly. that just stepping back doing that rebranding and making sure that you are business savvy i cannot stress that enough mm-hmm. just knowing the business about what you're doing and yes. being educated right. on that front because everything is ever changing and you want to make sure that you're on top of it especially if if it's your brand
0: right Right. So you covered my next thing was, what tip would you have for somebody? <laughs> and there we go. Making sure exactly. that you are business savvy, um, because the only thing that's constant is change. Um, exactly. so you have to know what's coming up next, and you need to know what was behind you. So, that you are aware of potential pitfalls, but then also, like you said, researching other interviewers, journalists, and things like that. So, you understand the craft in its fullest. Like, where did it start? Where did it go? And what are the trends? Where
1: is it headed? And how do I fit into that? Right. And just, and like I said, just being true to yourself. Although I'm not a gossipy, And I'm only using that word gossipy because that's the best word to describe it. I'm not a gossipy uh, type of reporter, inquire inquire anything uh, when I do interviews or have professional conversations with people. Um, I want it to be as organic as possible. I want people to feel comfortable enough with me. To share certain things with myself, with the audience, with those who are watching, to have that story resonated to who's ever being a part of it. And just being mm-hmm. genuine about that chance interaction of someone sharing this part of their life with me. Right. So I believe in keeping certain things personal. You know, everybody should have something personal that they can hold dear to their heart, that they can hold on to and say, hey, this is my mine, mind's alone because everybody, everything doesn't need to be broadcast. Right. So with certain things and certain people that I talk to, or whatever, I won't, unless the conversation leads that way, unless I'm like doing my matchmaking, which, you know, that was hilarious in itself, and I'm mm-hmm. back to doing that too. uh Oh, another thing, yes, <laughs> oh yay! Y'all get cool. ready out there. Yeah. So, uh, unless it's like matchmaking or something like that, I don't really indulge in people's personal lives because there's so many other things to talk about, so many right. other avenues to cover, right. and you want people to feel comfortable enough. To talk to you and invite you into those spaces which i'm very honored whether it's the janitor the ceo the movie star the director the producer Mm -hmm. somebody who prints money or somebody who's raking up leaves outside Mm -hmm. everybody has a story and i'm honored for them to let me share in their experiences of those stories
0: thank you well from one storyteller to another person providing a platform for storytellers thank you thank you i greatly appreciate that so everybody watching, I hope you have um just gleaned some knowledge from this conversation with Cabril Briotti. I am like this this is like I feel full right now. You drive <laughs> the gems. Um I had never heard no means next opportunity. Maybe I'm yes! and so there's a lot of things that you said that I'm like exactly this is what people need to hear so I'm hoping that people will watch this those trying to start out um, and embark on something new that's all about them um, that they got something from this conversation so thank you for being open and honest with me and with everybody watching and to all y'all tuning in today um, come back next week and hear some more on Monday Musings with RC thank you
1: Thank you, and you and your viewers, y'all have a fantastic one. And please always keep in mind, keep in mind, be a blessing to others. Whether you hit one or one thousand, just know that you are that difference that can be made in someone's life. So always remember that and strive for that.
0: Thanks again for listening. This episode has been brought to you by Fit Life Give, a black-owned, queer and trans-friendly luxury mobile spa. Fit Life Give specializes in couples and individual massage and corporate events. To Buy and pamper parties all across the Chicagoland area. Massage is a form of fitness, and you need to have a fit filled life in order to give to others. So book Fit Life Give for your next event or personal service. That's fitlifegive.biz.